What's up, everybody? Happy Friday, and thanks for joining us for another episode. Was <laughs> 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 that a little frog in my throat? You What's up, everybody? <laughs> How's it going? It's only two, though. What's up, everybody? She's like. She's Fuck like doing her gym, gym Roman precision. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Listen, it's not my fault. I was crying ten minutes ago. You guys want to speak? You guys want to see take me out to a ball game? Sling blade. <laughs> Anybody want to share a smoke with me on this Friday? I hate all of you. <sighs> Just so aware, aware. It's not my fault. I was literally crying 10 minutes ago because I found out that jo- Saul was trying to do a jello shot out of a syringe and didn't take the lid off and it exploded all over him. It was dark in the club, <laughs> did it? Like the mental image in my was, head. I was squeezing the shit out of it. And I was, uh, just crying all over again. Just busted everywhere. Oh, you're making oh. that again. And it's going to be so wrong. That is going to be the worst meme ever on the internet. Holy hell. I'm sorry. Oh my God. I got juice Yikes. all over Zach. Like no. it, was, God. it was hard. We Poor had, was Zach. Like, tell me that's Poor not Zach. the funniest mental picture that no. you can I don't ever want that mental no, picture. Just Saul trying to take a jealous shot out of a syringe and it exploding oh, everywhere. Boy. Unbelievable. It's the funniest thing in my mind. He's I don't know. Happy crying. birthday, Jay. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, oh. Espo, you want to lead this show real quick? <laughs> hey everybody! Hey. It's a Friday. Let's talk some suns. All right. Oh. I don't know where we're going. I'm not looking at the at the rundown. Uh, we have coaching updates. About, yeah, the Phoenix Suns coaching search um, continues. Uh, we've shit. got more updates for you guys. This one was a tweet from the Athletic oh. NBA from Sham Sharania said. Nick Nurse is expected to begin his formal process with meetings with the Bucks, Suns, and Sixers. Oh, we did him dirty with his photo. It looks like a syringe <laughs> of Jello shots. That's vinegar strokes. <laughs> oh my god! His, his Jello shot just exploded. What is happening? <laughs> Uh, Speaking, so we heard earlier, I I think it was uh, earlier this week, Gambo had reported Nick Nurse not on the table, right? Right. Not going to happen. Yep. He walked walked that back today. Okay. So so I guess Nick Nurse is a possibility. But to me, with what we heard out of uh, of Toronto, that he kind of lost the locker room, there was some tension between him and players. Well, how many know. players? How many I, players? One is probably too many at this point. You've got a two-year runway here. Uh, maybe Nick Nurse is the guy. Maybe he's not. But I think you got to go through a pretty intensive interview process and hit every person you know in that Toronto organization to understand what the real situation is and what has been kind of overstated, I think. Is yeah. It? It's an unreapering. Is what it unreapering. Is. Okay. According to hello. All right. I'm good with Does that. Does that mean it's a zombie? That's what hello is. It's so zombie. Do we have the reaper and then do we have the zombie rumor? The it comes dead? back from the dead. Man. I think zombie we should make that rumor. a thing. Um, I'm curious what you guys think about Nick Nurse just as a whole. I know, Gerald, you and I talked a little bit about this um, mm. earlier in the week, but Saul and Espo, because there's a lot of conversation on Suns Twitter and just in general around the NBA of a lot of teams sleeping on Nick Nurse as Mm -hmm. a potential option. 
for not just the Suns head coaching position, but any of the ones that are open right now? Um, Colts 23, that's a lie because Kevin Durant was quite fond and had high praise for Nick Nurse, actually. So that's not true. Um, I I don't know how to feel about Nick Nurse because I do think that there is something to be said about when you have an opportunity and you're in the middle of it um, and then get fired, then you reflect, you think about the things that maybe you did wrong, the things you wish you could have corrected, the way you would have approached things differently, so on and so forth. And, you know, there, there could be a little bit of, of improvement in that regard. But... Um, yeah, I, I I don't. I'll say this: I don't think I know enough about Nick Nurse to make a judgment, either good or bad. Uh, I would I would still want to hear some things or talk to more people from Toronto specifically that were around that team a lot more to kind of get a pulse of what was really going on. One thing I hate when you bring up Nick Nurse is the people are like, well, he only won because of Kawhi. Well, what coach wins because just him and he has no talent? Mm-hmm. Like, of course, and he's coming. He'd be coming to a place with <laughs> Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. It's not like the cupboard's bare and you need him to uh, to make magic with a, a nineteen win team from last year who's the so, last coach to win a championship without a superstar the detroit, mm, the detroit, the detroit Pistons. Yeah, I would say with larry brown that's yeah, the and, last and, outlier yeah mm-hmm. yeah you haven't seen that that and you hadn't seen it really previous to that so uh, yeah i i don't have any problem with the fact that he won because uh, a superstar got it got traded there and he got the most out of that group so uh, it really comes down to do you believe that for the next two three years he's the voice in that locker room that motivates that group and gets them over the hump and can provide an offensive system that uh, you know that really can feature what Devin Booker and Kevin Durant do well if you believe that that's the case the other stuff's just noise right when it when it comes to a guy like that if you don't think he can uh, can be you know listened to over those two years then he's not your guy it's that simple yeah I, I feel like nurse what he brings tactically and being able to make playoff adjustments he's a he's a very good coach I don't think anyone's overlooking him if you look at the list of teams that he's being interviewed for. Like he, it's clearly the top of the top. Not teams, fan jobs. bases. I, I don't feel like fan bases so. are either. I feel like a lot of people want Nick Nurse here. A lot of people in Milwaukee want Nick Nurse. Um, I feel like he's the hottest commodity that's available right now um, because Ty Lue is not technically available to our knowledge so far. Um, and I feel like out of the available coaches, if it's not Ty Lue, I feel like I would probably lean to either Nick Nurse or Kevin Young for the Suns job. Um, but yeah, the Toronto thing, the way that that ended does kind of concern me from what I read and from what I've been checking up with from people on Raptors Twitter. It was like half the locker room or a good amount of the team that just didn't like him by the end of that tenure weren't, weren't like didn't want to speak to him that that extent. Which half though? I mean that. that I mean, well, if it's the, yeah. <laughs> if it's the bottom half of the roster, I don't really care. I need more details. Yeah, I mean, I I just I feel like maybe a change of scenery helps. Maybe it's all about personalities. Um, there's just not a lot that we know about the situation, but um, that is a little bit concerning because like I like we talked about, as much as the culture needs to take a backseat to X's and O's strategy all that stuff being able to handle personalities like Devin Booker and Booker like Kevin Durant that matters in a job like this especially with a lot of new guys most likely coming to the roster soon the my fear with the Kevin Young uh, thing you mentioned him is that just handing the reins of this decision over to Devin Booker Kevin Durant and those guys because we've seen time and time again when you do that 
it doesn't necessarily work out when you just give in to your guys to get their guy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's my own, that's my big fear with Kevin Young. Is it, is that just your superstars pulling the strings here? If you go that route, it's, know? it's hard to say. Cause like, I, like I've said, you never know with a first time coach until they get in that position. You never know what kind of head coach they're going to be. Um, but he could also be another Nick nurse. Like Kevin yeah. Young is in the exact position Nick nurse was in when he took over the job. And that worked out really well for Toronto. So it's just, it's tough to say. Yeah, I don't, Kevin Young, I, again, I, it, if he got the job, then you got to assume that, that obviously Kevin Durant and Devin Booker were on board, sure. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, you, you saw enough things in him during his time here to believe that he could have the answers to what the problems are with this organization. Um, I, I would wager to say that I don't think that that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, uh, you know, when, when Willie Green was here, you kind of knew like he was he was on the come up. He was going to be the next guy somewhere. Kevin Young, you kind of heard a little bit, but not as much as right now, because, you know, obviously Monty's gone. So I don't I, I would rather somebody else. I just when you look at it, too, he was in the room. So was Monty just not listening That's my to thing. things he was like, suggesting? Is he like, bringing different things that. to the table and Monty's just like, nah, I'm good. Thanks, though. I, or were they actually collaborative? I, and I would like to assume that they were collaborative. I would I don't hope in, so. Like, in my experience and everything, I wouldn't necessarily say that Monty was like, no, stay in your lane as to a part of his coaching staff. <clears> I, that would be insane to me if that came out as like a rumor or something. And if he was, if he was a major voice, then why do you believe that gives you a different result than you currently? Well, I think, I think it's, it comes down to two things. Like one, there have been instances where Monty was slow to relent on something that uh, Kevin Young suggested. He talked a lot about how Kevin Young was on his case as of last season about crashing the offensive glass more, and they finally did that this season, and it paid dividends. I'm sure Young has multiple ideas as the associate coach that he might have wanted to implement if he was the guy in charge that maybe Monty wasn't as willing to abide by. Uh, that This is speculation, but the offensive rebounding thing sticks out as something in terms of an advantage. Like, yes, he was in the room, but he could also see things that he probably would have done differently if he was in the head chair that could have fixed this team's maybe some of their problems. I also agree. Uh, I also think that like I, I, when you're the head coach, especially at this level, mm-hmm. like yes, you want everybody to have buy-in and you want this kumbaya feel in the room. But there's a lot of times, and I'm mean, shit. Just think about Monty Williams himself. How hard-headed he was about you know adjusting just a little bit for random things. Like I can't imagine that it would have been it would have been any different behind the scenes. Yes, you give me your feedback, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and that's how I think Monty operated. And I, I wouldn't, I definitely would not place the blame at, at Kevin Young. I'm not gonna hold no, him completely no. responsible for that, well, no. uh, for being in the room and not really speaking up because who knows, he could have spoke up, spoke up, and it just was ignored. I just feel like what Gerald just said speaks to the larger problem that they were just dealing with when Kevin Young's big change and idea was we should crash the offensive glass, and Monty was like, I don't know about that now, idea. Hold on, hold on. Don't offensive get too rebound far out of yourself. <laughs> All right. We also got um, this one is not new either, but um, another report. This one came from Gambo said I would not be surprised if the Phoenix Suns interview Doc Rivers for their head coaching vacancy. I feel like when we first heard the news around Doc, this was kind of just one of those natural things where everyone was like, yeah, he'll probably at the very least interview 
or be considered by the sons. What the hell are we doing? Building a hospital, a doctor, a nurse? Boo. Boo. Boo this man. I get booed all the time. Boo this man. That was terrible. I just, Lord, give me the strength because I just do not want any part of this at all. How many times do we have to watch this movie to know that it sucks? Oh, man. I mean, seriously. Like, I mean, that's aggressive. I mean, it's not good. He's he, had plenty of talent to do bigger things than he has. He's an underachieving head coach. He's been that his entire career. Very underachieving. He had one good run with the Celtics. That's it. Like, we got to stop giving these retreads opportunities at high levels to continue to fall on their face. I'm done with it. I'm done with Doc. He's had his chances. He's had four opportunities to get this right, and he can't get it right. Stop. I don't want him on the Suns. Doc Rivers has the most Game 7 losses in NBA coaching history. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in. You fired Monty because he couldn't get it done uh, in you know in deciding games. And you want to hire a guy that has the most losses ever in, in deciding Game 7s. I'm good with not going that route. By the yeah. way, did we miss something that Gamble was hinting at yesterday? <clears throat> because he went on his, the Suns are looking for young, hot assistants. <laughs> Kevin Young, young, uh, hot assistants. There we go. Did we, was, was this just I'm, telegraphed to us? It was right there. Um, we, Lindsay and I talked about Doc <laughs> last week, I think it was, or earlier. Uh, I, I, it's ironic because Doc honestly had his best coaching year in Philly this season. Um but it's still like if you're going to fire Monty Williams, it needs to be a different type of coach, not the same type of culture building coach who can't maybe get over that hump in the playoffs anymore. I, I feel like if they were going to hire Doc Rivers, you should have just kept Monty and given him another year with this group. Um, and it's nothing against Doc. I'm not as low on him as you guys are, but like I I don't understand why you would fire Monty and then bring yeah. in Doc. Just gonna, I mean, I, I can hear the presser in my head. Hey, how come you lost in the first round again? I'm like, oh, you know, we just we got to oh, get the ball to Booker. We got to do a better job. I mean, we, it's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> As we're going back to your hot young assistant <laughs> or your hot young coach, uh-huh. it's J.J. Reddick. Just we're just emphasize the emphasis is on hot. Well, if you got it, if you need both hot and young, I don't know. It's either JJ Reddick or it's Kevin Young. It's one of the two that those are the only options. That's it. I tweeted this Mm -hmm. and I will say it here. Oh boy, if JJ Reddick is the coach of the Phoenix Suns. I am going to request a transfer to Denied. the CHGO no, Bulls you, show. You would never do that. Yes, I would. No, That's how wouldn't. much I do not want J.J. Reddick no. as You're the coach of the liar. Phoenix Suns. All th- three out of four people on this panel I, think Espo is absolutely full of shit. Pot- because he can request it all day. Yep. CHGO ain't taking it. Oh, they would. You not would remote, he would. One I've had yeah. Yeah. one John Paxson reference and you would leave. I, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. Hey, remember 93? That was fun, huh? If the Suns are going to hire a podcaster to be their next head Bro, coach. Bro, you're going to call him Some a podcaster? Be oh, my God. That's what we're going with. That's oh, what JJ. he's known that's for right time, now. That's the title JJ you're going to give JJ Reddick. He's not a former player. He's a podcaster. Bro, Unreal. give me a break. <laughs>
JJ Reddick is, is not the answer. This is how you wind up in situations where you have to order a cake shaped like a shoe. This is exactly how he winds up. I'm looking forward to talking about Demar Derozan, uh, you know, and the in the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine. Give me it. I'm in. If the, JJ Reddick is the coach of the Phoenix Suns, I'm out. You know what? You know what would happen, right? What? The, let's just say, let's just play his game. Okay. Uh, the minute Espo left to go do another show at another team on another network mm-hmm. the Suns would win the championship they totally <laughs> would they totally no, would they the and then he, he would be like can I come back no, would be can, like, can no. I call in somebody no. send me a link for that championship game and we'd be like no let me say, <laughs> no. Let me say this I'm F you Espo so, I am so against the idea of JJ Redick I'd ask to go to the DNVR Nuggets podcast wow that's not even stepped Bro, down let's just what are you ship talking them out about so we can win a chip they might win year. a championship let's this do year. it it's oh, not that it's a I would have to go talk about the Nuggets. I have to talk about the best player in the league every day. Boo-hoo. <laughs> that's, not even a, that's not even a bad thing. I kind of want J.J. Redick to be the Suns head coach. <laughs> Enjoy a 38-win team with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. Are you happy to be back, Espo? I think the reason why we're piling on so much is you were gone for so long. We, uh, we're not piling we just on. accumulated all up. the things. He's throwing you, We're just finishing oh, stuff. You want a head coach with zero experience uh. that has been sitting there just simply screaming into a microphone like us. He doesn't for the last two years. I don't think he any of us, none of us want it. But I think we're but just not as crazy, <laughs> deranged, adamantly opposed to <laughs> <laughs> I, you I, You have a two-year window yeah. with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Oh, no, I agree. I do not want to waste that on a guy. We saw Steve Nash fail with Kevin Durant. Mm. I don't need another example of that with J.J. Redick here. I, mean, I need somebody that can do the job. That's totally fair. I'm just not going to transfer offices if it happens. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I would, I would just stay right well, I hurt myself Tra- because the Suns made Tracy, that decision. Tracy is at home going, yes, I get to move home to Chicago. <laughs> She's go. rooting for J.J. Reddick to be the coach. All I mean, right. I'm pretty well, sure if you want to go to CHGO, Brandon can make that happen. Yeah. If you guys need a break from all the chaos, uh, come hang out with us next Friday at Dobson Ranch for our Keeping It 100 Golf Tournament. And our friends over at Pins and Aces, who are the official golf apparel partner of the PHNX and All City family, will be there as well. It's going to be a blast. So if you guys want to come hang out, again, it's May 26th. It's going to be nice and early in the morning. You can check out the show notes for all the details and to sign up. And you can get ready by heading over to pinsandaces.com and using code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. Again, that is pins and aces and use that code PHNX. They have amazing apparel, polos, hats. They also have golf bags. They have beer sleeves. They've got cool little ball markers. They have beanies, you guys. Beanies. And they're actually really cute. If you sign up for the golf tournament, you get your own pins and aces golf polo. That's a PHNX brand. Mm -hmm. Nice. And it looks dope because I saw it today. Do I get it too? You're playing, aren't you? Yeah, so yeah. I get it. So you yes, oh, you do. Yes. And then, you know, after the golf tournament, you could always take a little drive up to the Four Peaks Brewery, have some delightful Or lunch, you can come to the tournament because Four Peaks will beer. be there. Oh, Just... they're going to be there too? Yes. How exciting. Yes, they are. So then you yeah. have Four Peaks throughout. Everybody is going to be throughout. there. And then you go have food, lunch at Four Peaks or dinner yes. afterwards, you know? Yep. You can make a whole Friday of it. We'll plan it all out for you guys. So you know we love our friends over at Four Peaks, and you can keep up with what uh, they're doing. 
by following them on social media at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub so that you make sure you're in the know of the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Now, you do have to be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you drink responsibly. If you're looking for something maybe a little more kid-friendly, might I recommend our friends over at Octane Raceway (laughs) and Mavericks. (laughs) This summer, they got some really cool stuff for you and the kiddos. So May 30th through July 31st, they have a summer engineering camp which seems pretty cool, ages 7 through 15. What? And then May 30th to August 4th, they have free bowling all summer. So the Kids Bowl Free program is children 15 and under are eligible for two free games each day. What's that engineering camp all about? It's, I mean, isn't that kind of cool? They partnered with Engineering for Kids, so they oh, probably nice. have some neat things that, that you can... I got an idea. I think, they, I think they make the kids fix the go-karts. <laughs> they get that work. You can learn how to work Engineering on karts. Camps, yeah, like, oh, oh, my God. God. That <laughs> is kidding, not what it is. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> joking. We love you, Octane. We're kidding. Dear Lord, we're going to get a letter. So book some fun. <laughs> you fill right into that, too. Yeah, wow, Octane Raceway like and Maverick. There's kart racing. There's virtual reality laser tag. Axe throwing, bowling, arcades, great food and drink and so much more. There's tons of different events going on throughout the summer. So make sure you check them out at OctaneRaceway.com or Mavericks.com to learn more. Chris Stewart says it's cool. Seriously. By the way, Ben the, in the, the chat. engineering stuff? I yeah. believe it. I, I feel like that would be a blast. I have a couple 15-year-olds. I might send their ass over there and be like, hey, get to Learn some things. <laughs> Learn some things and then report Good back. Good course direction. <laughs> get, get, oh, uh, enjoy. <laughs> By the way, uh, Ben in the chat says, I sound like a character from Sesame Street. So he must be new around no. here. Oh, ben. No, Ben. No, no. You no. bring Yuki Monster up, Ben. God damn it. Uh, Look what you did, Ben. Oh, ben. <laughs> this is all your fault. Oh, you sound ben. like Lindsay at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome <laughs> to the meeting. <laughs> Okay, so apparently, did y'all realize that the Suns are one of the least stressful teams to watch this season? (laughs) Well, one study has ranked them towards the bottom as far as stress levels, and uh, we're going to talk about it here. So the team at usbettingreport.com have conducted a study to find out which NBA fans have had the most stressful experience this year based on data during the regular season. I'm not going to cry about number one. I know that. (laughs) Before we get to number one, let's first talk about the Suns, okay? So out of the 30 teams, the Suns are ranked 25th, least stressful. You said usbetting.com did this? Because they can kiss my ass. (laughs) The Suns were not that... They were not not stressful this year. I blame Gerald for this what? because Gerald's an analytics guy. This sounds and like this Gerald. was analytics gone wrong. All right, <laughs> this does not sound analytical. <laughs> no. by okay, any so means. let me this break this down. Let's for break you. it down. Here's yeah. the what the the methodology around <clears throat> it. Okay, uh, so they they had a couple different categories, and those categories were weighted a little bit differently. So for we'll call them points, right? Or percentage. I don't because it doesn't add up to a hundred, but this is what they're going with. So twenty is based off of close wins or losses, um, the number of games that went into overtime, and games that you lost when you were the favorite on most betting apps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they had fifteen of the weight go towards just regular season losses in general, and then ten towards negative comment percentage, right? So the percentage of negative comments on Twitter and Reddit about the team, and it was very specific dates between October 18th of 2022 to April 9th of 2023, okay? 
Mm. And then five points for opponent steals, opponent turnovers uh, per game. This is just and the regular season. Then this is just the regular yeah. season. And then total games missed by players through uh, due to injury throughout the season. So that's kind of what Wasn't they Wasn't that used. like 100% for the Suns, was it? I mean, it was ridiculous, the injuries this year. Well, they said the final score was given out of 100, and the higher the number, the more stressed the fan base was over the regular season. So the Suns. We're, again, ranked 25th with 37.5 score. Okay. The Mavs were number one. 60.1. I mean, I I get that. They were a disappointment. I, but but really? then you have the Hawks the, second, the Utah Jazz third, the Minnesota Timberwolves fourth, and the Miami Heat five. Hold on a second. What in the hell did Utah Jazz fans have to be stressed about? <laughs> This team was supposed to be in the total crapper this year. They were a surprise team. They were a fun team. Outside of having to live in Utah, you should have had a great old time with well, the Utah Jazz. I mean, to be that's, fair. that's the reason why it's up there. 54% because they live in Utah. To be fair. To be stay fair. mad. Um, honestly, I think because of the way that the scoring system is set up with 20 points or whatever for close losses, which are games decided by three points. Mm -hmm. If you look at the teams that are in that top five, a lot of them had a lot more three-point games. Like the Suns only had 13, the Jazz had 18, the Mavs had 20. Like I feel like that is what skewed the final results, which is regrettable. Because I feel, okay, Mavs fans, I'm sure they were stressed out after the Kyrie trade and throughout the whole season trying to find somebody to go with Luka. The rest of them, I mean, Timberwolves fans, they were probably stressed because they traded four first-round picks for yeah. a guy who did not help them. Heat fans were probably Heat stressed, fans were stressed up until the playoffs. Yeah, they were underachieving. But, but like, Atlanta, you got them lemon pepper wings. What do you got to be stressed about, yeah, right? Yeah, the Atlanta ones. You got the lemon pepper me. Lou wings is what you really want. <laughs> there you go. I kind of feel like they should have broken this up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Like they put all like the wins, losses, and close games and losing when you were the favorite in the same bucket. And I feel like if they had separated those into different categories because I could totally see losses as favorites being a big one because when you're supposed to win a game and your team loses, that mm. is really stressful. Mm -hmm. And the entire game, as it progresses along, it gets more and more stressful and frustrating because you're like, what the hell did I just watch? Like you just lost to the who? There, there needed to be more of an emphasis on social media reaction to me because I, think so. I feel like outside of the Sixers, I'm struggling to think of a fan base that was more stressful to watch games with this season. But even like, the Suns numbers ooh. in that, I, I don't know how they judge this right. because they must not have seen any of the mentions I had <laughs> when it came to the Suns <laughs> in any of that. They must have forgot when they lost to the Adelaide 36ers. Oh, my God. And Twitter literally was a flaming dumpster fire for a week after that. Well, it is interesting. Interesting because the sun, so on the social comment percentage, right? They 13.5 percent. Mavs was 9.63 percent. You okay. would think that I don't know if maybe so we had more, we had more, yeah. yeah so we were far percentage. more toxic on social than the right. Mavs and I think that should also hold yeah. a higher weight in this scale because yeah. that's where your fan base is speaking, yeah. But you know what skewed that. All the national slobbering over Luca skewed the that's all positive social love. So that outweighed all the negative crap, right? Or maybe like just you're <laughs> <laughs> having a way with words today. I don't that is care not for that verbiage. <laughs> if you were just based on your experience alone, where would you rank the Suns one through thirty as far as stress this one. season watching them? One. Probably top five for sure. 
Top five? Top five. Oh, man. Yes. We... This season was that stressful we, for you? There was a month where they lost like all but two or three games. That was stressful. The trade deadline was stressful. Leading up to the season, we had the that whole shit with count. Sarver. That doesn't count. It was just oh, regular season. I forgot, well, no. I forgot what the 60 sacks sounded like after about a month. <laughs> you, well, that's because we got rid of it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, look, you had... Yes, Sarver drama for the whole first half of the season. Mm -hmm. You lose to a team uh, from Australia. Uh, you wind up going through that horrible losing streak. You trade two of your fan favorites. Like, th this Jay was Crowder. toxic. Oh, yeah, Jay Crowder. Oh, yeah, bullshit. I forgot about that. Like, mm -hmm. this whole thing was so toxic for so much of this year that the fact that they're, you know, 25th is, is ridiculous to me. Yeah, that's nuts. Well, but you know why they did this? So people like us would talk about it and mention their website. They, they didn't send it to me. It's because so. they thought they were cooking with their formula, and then the formula just doesn't really make sense. It, it <laughs> I, yielded weird results. The math was not math. The math I do find the bottom three very interesting. So twenty eight is the Denver Nuggets. Twenty nine Memphis Grizzlies. Absolutely. And thirty not. Milwaukee Bucks. No, I can understand Milwaukee Bucks being at the bottom. Yeah, because they were winning every damn Low game. Low key, I could understand the Nuggets being towards the bottom because I don't Same. feel like their fan base was stressed about their team. They were stressed about the lack of appreciation for their team. Right. So I could see that, but Grizzlies? Grizzlies. That was a mess for like they, a whole hot oh, minute. Oh, yeah. They were all afraid to be uh, upset, you know. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they were... I'm ignoring So I'll say something. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. They were, they were like us from two years ago when everybody else in the league hated them because they had swagger and because they were good, but they were nowhere near as good. And they talked way more shit and they got in way more trouble. And they were just they were they were front runners. You want to talk about front runners on the Suns. The Grizzlies were front runners all season long. I must have missed where somebody on the Suns was waving a gun around to yeah. make them more hated too. Like that yes, yeah. the Grizzlies were so damn uh, you know dysfunctional this year. Even yeah, before that all that too. Like they were just not a liked team. Yeah, all. yeah. No, I mean, again, we're talking about the fans and how they reacted to their own team, right? And right. so, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to not find a more stressed fan base than ours. Um, I would agree with Espo in that regard. I would think we were definitely top three just because of the expectations. And then you get Kevin Durant and it even, and it ratcheted it up. And then he got hurt, man. I bet yeah. if you were looking at a chart graph when he got hurt, oh I bet God. we just spiked <laughs> like crazy. Yeah. That we can't wild. have nice things. No. Listen, while I do think this particular study is a little bit off, I do find it fascinating as a thought exercise and experiment. And yeah. I would like to see them maybe tweak some of the things and come back next year and see what they come up with. <laughs> Just because it, it is very fascinating mm -hmm. to kind of get this idea. And I know there's a probably a ton of work that goes on behind the oh, scenes from sure. like a social perspective and gathering all that information and whatnot. But... This could be fascinating to know if we, if we had better math. Would you it. would you like an Espo story time? Depends I can tell on you what how the much story is. I can tell you how much thought goes in these kind of things. Okay. Second job out of college, mm -hmm. I left. I was working at Channel Twelve. I left. I went to work for a business ma ethics magazine. Right. Mm -hmm. They did a ranking of of government ethics codes for government contractors. Mm -hmm. You know who did that ranking? Me. Oh, yeah. Why the hell would I do that? Yeah. I know nothing about that shit. And they're like, just make up some methodology and give each each group a number. Uh, and then we're going to try to sell them business ethics uh, training programs after they fail uh, miserably in our ranking. Mm -hmm. 
That's the kind of crap that goes into these. There's not a whole lot of real methodology. So you're saying we got bamboozled? I think so. Well, I mean, damn. Like, damn, yeah, Jay, just, looking, just looking at the scoring system, I like how your response was basically try harder next year. <laughs> be better you tomorrow, You have a whole please. year to be better. <laughs> Get back to the lab. Um. Well, oh, well, what are you going to do? What are you oh, going to do? That's Other than be oh, better well. next year. <laughs> you could go to Illegal Pete's. Maybe uh, take your group out for a little brainstorming over happy hour on how you could be better right tomorrow. Now. What? I said I kill some nachos right now. Yeah, I can get down on a bowl from Illegal Pete's. They've got bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, nachos. They have a custom bar. They have beers, the strongest margaritas you will find in the valley. And, of course, happy hour from 3 to 6 p.m. daily. So stop in at either their Tucson or Tempe location for a house beer bucket for you and the whole crew. That's five pints for 15 bucks. You can soak up the sun with a loaded burrito and a crisp beer on the patio. But make sure you go sooner rather than later. Because patio season's almost over in Phoenix, so you got to take advantage of it while you can. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. And if you are planning a road trip anytime in the near future, I know we have a holiday weekend coming up here at the end of May. Make sure you stop in at Circle K to get gas, to get snacks, to get Polar Pops, everything you need for the best road trip that you can have. And right now... If you text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, you're going to get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. So you're going to save some money as well. Make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Head to CircleK.com slash door dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Also, if you sign up for that that program, they'll send you other things like 20, uh, 20 cents off of your gas and Ooh. all these other things. Like I've been getting text messages like crazy and it's like you get deals all the time. So it's Love pretty that. cool. I went there for gas today, hoping to see one of you guys. I didn't see any on the, on the screen. I was disappointed. <laughs> well, Amelia knows the way to my heart. What did Amelia say? She says, Saul, I'm going to bring you some big red from San Antonio. Ooh, there you go. Nice. That's why you're a real one, Amelia. And of course, tomorrow. Today is Friday, but tomorrow is Saturday. And some beaver nuggets from Bucky's. Me too, please. Those are so bomb. Bro, those things were so good. good. You came in clutch with that one. Uh, Anyway, today is Friday. Tomorrow is Saturday. So make sure you log into your BetMGM app on Saturday so that you can claim your bonus bet that is on the house. All you have to do is log in and you will automatically receive your bonus bet. It does expire after 72 hours, so don't wait to use it. And bonus bets can only be used on any sport wager, but it's a free bet for you. All you have to do is log in. If you have not created an account yet, make sure you sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, just make sure you use that bonus code PHNX. You can check out the show note for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, one 800 4700 Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. <laughs> All right, so a couple things from the chat real quick before we dive into our final segment of the show. Um, apparently, Gerald said he would make us some green chili burgers. Mm. I literally have posted. Eli said, when mm. is Girth going to make his famous green chili cheeseburgers mm. for the crew? 
I mean, okay, first of all, I had posted these on my Instagram when I did get a batch of green chili from New Mexico the last time. And it, all of you were like, ooh, those look good. You'll have to make them for us sometime. And then this comes up in the comments. And not one of them remembers that I promised that I would make them for you guys. So... I feel like it if was, I just give it a couple weeks, you'll forget again. And I'll it be was your hook. promise to keep, not our promise to remember. I don't think that's you how it just works. didn't follow through on your promise, Mister and Mrs. Girth. This? Please send some green chilies, <laughs> yes, yeah. please, so we can have our burgers. And um, yeah. Saul said we're going to carve it into the table so we won't forget okay. this time, Gerald. So Shawshank style, you are not off the hook. All right, we want yeah. our cheese. Green chili was please here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since it's Friday, we're going to round out the show with a little bit of Friday fun, mm -hmm. which means we're going to do a snake draft. Let's go. And today we are drafting Arizona things. That's right, baby. Yes, it's very broad. No, we did not set any rules or parameters like mm -hmm. we never do. Which means you don't follow them even but when we set them. We know. didn't set them any. We've never set them. <laughs> Sean um, comes out of his office. <laughs> He's ready. We did a random generator for the order of this draft, and here is the way we are going. It's going right. to go Saul. It's going to go Espo, then Gerald, and then Lindsay. With back-to-back -back double picks. Man, all right. all right. So there's a lot of pressure on this first overall pick. There is. Apparently there is. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, for the, for the greater good. How many people would agree with this take? I'm going to say Grand Canyon number one. Oh, it's a giant hole in I, the ground. I don't know. I've never tried a hole. I mean, when you think of Arizona, for a lot of people that don't live here in Arizona, yep. I mean, the Grand Canyon is the first thing you think of. Yep. I've never even been the there. I'm sorry you haven't been there. It's I just not went that for impressive. the first time. I just went for the first time last year. Would you I go back? Was, yeah, I definitely would. Okay. It was awesome. You, okay. Yeah, if you like staring at a hole in the ground for an hour before you drive back. Uh, I mean, I rode a, a bike way. around the Grand Canyon, so it's not it's not like I was just that sitting there that looking. That sounds even worse. <laughs> Damn. I'm no sure. love for the Grand Canyon. I right? guess not. Man. I, Ooh, I liked yours. it when I went to visit. It's cool. I mean, it's just really Mexican food. One of the best things about Arizona is Mexican, authentic Mexican food. I mean, that's... I mean... I can't say you're wrong, but that feels more like a Mexico thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. That's the best in Georgia, Italian pizza. Ah, okay. You guys can hate on whatever the hell you want. That's are fun. we allowing it or are we vetoing yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, you can have it if you want to. Oh, man. If that's what you he can You can veto it if you want to. I don't care. I mean, yeah. No, no, he, he can keep Mexican food. We we do have some good Mexican <laughs> spots in this place. We do. Um, you should have picked a specific one. I feel like it's that would have made more sense. It's fine. It's fine. Espo's Mexican food in Chandler. There you go. Oh. Apparently, I'm going to try this place because it's nearby where the new house is going to be. Ooh. He was telling me about it. Sounds good. So I'm excited. Okay. But, um, okay. I mean, <laughs> this can be seen as pandering. Fine. But when I think of Arizona... And being that I was raised in Albuquerque, the first thing I always thought of was the Phoenix Suns. So I'm gonna take the Phoenix Suns. I was on my list, so I don't. Pandering. I'm good with that one. You can call it pandering, <laughs> but that was the first thing that I thought of when I thought of Arizona. It was on my list, so okay. I don't blame you, Gerald. Um, I am going to do Arizona sunsets. That's a good one. That okay. was on my list as well. And I'm gonna do Emma Stone. You, ha, suck unbelievable it, person, suck you, it, Gerald. I really like how this is shaping up. Man. <laughs> I'm the one that had a picture with her. That's <laughs> why I stole it you from stole you. my picture. I sure up. did. Um, <clears throat> man. I'm going to go pool parties. Okay. 
Like pool. that's here. And you guys yeah. give me crap about Mexico. Absolutely. There's pool parties in all 50 states. Not this is fact. Pool There's season, pool no, no, no. Pool season here is different. And I will believe that until my dying day. There's no pool party. Because it's like shorter because it's party. too hot. No, because summer? pool season starts in like March and La- lasts until Las like Vegas pool September. parties. No. That's fine, Gerald. You, you got to pay way too much money okay. for a Las yeah. Vegas pool party. You know, I, I, I can't. I should have taken this first, honestly. But hmm. the fact that we don't do daylight savings time, Ooh, no daylight savings. That's time. actually a that's really, really good, good one. one. That's a really good one. Solid, solid. That that's is. Good pick. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna go with two things, and I think they're gonna skew more younger. Okay. Uh, first, uh, waste management open. Okay. I okay. think that's, that's a good one. Definitely iconic for Arizona. And it's one of the biggest things in that's sports. That's a good one I yeah. didn't even think about. That's a solid yeah. pick. And then the second one, uh, because so many athletes love it and so many people live out there and they they fuck with it a lot. Old town. Ew, gross. Old town. Um I mean that's it's extremely popular for a reason. So it is gross. That it is. Oh. Espo, you're back up. Oh, where do <laughs> I go? I know Oh, what is so enjoyable about Arizona? I'm still uh, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> still not sure. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. I'm still this trying man to has all the that science out. put in his two weeks to go to CHGO. None? probably good. Wow. <laughs> uh, what's good about Arizona? I'm going to go with... Uh, do, do, do. Monsoon. Fudge. I, I was going to take that. Okay. Um, hmm. Give me. I feel like this is still going to be available. <laughs> Igor in days. the chat said one of the least stressful teams in the NBA. <laughs> Good one, Igor. Um, again, not trying to be a company man here, oh but boy. PH and X. No, stop. <laughs> stop. Not that part. Uh, Four Peaks. Okay. Love me some Four Peaks. Always have loved Four Peaks. Okay. Mountain or beer? Sure. <laughs> Either. Either or. I don't go, hi- I don't go hiking, go so I'll let you do the math on that one. Okay. I'm going to go with Arizona Winters because okay. they're fantastic. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Arizona Iced Tea. That's from New York. But it's an Arizona thing. Oh my god! Let her have it, bro. Man. If you could pick Mexican food <laughs> and fair. Gerald can pick pool point. parties, pool party season. I feel back. like I'm the only one that stayed in the state. Get off That's my okay. back, man. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, give me Mill Avenue. Ew, Gerald. That would be a great pick, oh, a great pick twenty years you ago. Could definitely have that. <laughs> Mill Avenue is a great pick. Uh, it was in 1997. Absolutely not. Mill Avenue is an iconic pick. It mm-hmm. still is. To is landfill. It? Stop. That's near. I mean, that's oh, I'm near sorry. That's it. up the street. Espo, you're up. Definitely not Arizona voters right now, uh, or at least Tempe voters. Oh boy. Uh, I was like, oh shit. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go real dark <clears throat> now. Uh, God, I, I'm I'm gonna go wineries. There's some fun wineries in in Arizona. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Yeah. I, give me a chance. I think I got. I think I got at least one of them. Mm-hmm. That, that that I think you were gonna say. Um, I was gonna say uh, Slide Rock in Sedona. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I was gonna say was golf. Like, okay. Arizona has some of the best golf in the country. Mm-hmm. That's a solid one. Can I win your draft and draft 
after you were all done. Yes. <laughs> okay, so for everyone listening who probably did not hear, oh yeah, uh, Sean is mad because he has a bunch of things that none of us have picked yet, and so he's going to join our draft at the end and draft things we didn't pick at all. Or at least tell us what he, yeah. he would have picked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Espo, you're back up on the board here. Somebody says, surprise, Gert, that's a big chicken. Uh, <laughs> Low-key Monroe's hot chicken is on uh, my list. <laughs> it absolutely Shocker. is on my list. Uh, <laughs> you know, the National Pillows. Forest up north. Ooh, that, okay. Just National the fact that you forest? can go from 80-degree weather here to 50-degree weather in a two-hour drive. Like that's the fact. Tonto National yeah, Forest? Yeah, uh, any, no, any, not of them, mm-hmm. any of them up there. Like, I just... Mm. The fact that you can go from the heat down here to something nicer, you basically have multiple, uh, you know, different habitats that you can enjoy in Arizona. That's nice about this state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. I feel like just doing hiking is kind of like vague. You just said you don't Gerald, like you said hiking. pool parties. Yeah. No, you but it hiking. is. No, but it is like a. <laughs> It's not something I do personally, but a lot of people like that about Arizona. And this is fair; they do. Should say Camelback Mountain. Uh, no? Camelback's too. That's a that's a tough. Okay. That's a tough. Eye. I'll just do Sedona. Can I do Sedona? I did Sedona. Oh, I did Slide Rock. You did Slide yeah. Rock. I mean, okay. Yep. I was gonna take Sedona. So since you took Sedona, well, I asked. Oh, maybe I don't know. This is a tough one. I could either take Flagstaff or. I want to say Havasupai Falls, but I don't think enough people know about Havasupai Falls because yeah. when I had Jock on with you two, you didn't even know about it. You and Espo. Well, you didn't know about... Well, you got the question wrong. I don't God, remember you want us to remember back to the first time sure Jock do. was on the show? I sure do. <laughs> oh, cool. uh, but you can't remember. I promised ago. to make green chili cheeseburgers. Damn. It's either Flag... Okay, so I want to pick a place. And I love Flagstaff, love mm. Sedona, love Bisbee. Mm-hmm. But I don't know which one is more like well known. Probably Flagstaff. I feel like Flagstaff might be more well known than Bisbee, but it should Bisbee should definitely be more. Flagstaff's definitely. More I'll go with Flagstaff. Yeah. Okay. And then that is it for us. So Sean, you want to pop over and tell us what we missed? Here he comes. Somebody. Somebody in the chat suggests Meteor Crater. Okay. Another hole in the ground. <laughs> All right. Um. My team would have been the flag, the state flag, um, okay. Sonoran Dogs. Sonoran Dogs was Sonoran on my dogs. list. Okay, yeah. I didn't think about uh, that one. Baseball, just kind of, or spring training. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, spring training. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had another one that I, oh, uh, I haven't done it yet, so this one would be a pandering pick, but I've heard good things. Um, salt River Tubing. Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate Salt um, River I, I didn't have a fifth. It's only it. fun when you're young and drunk. I hated it. I haven't done it, so I can't speak to it, but I've heard I, it's popular. I, I thought it was fun. Um, I do not have a fifth, though. Um, I will say most of you, I feel like, kind of cheated your draft and saw one. You could say high-powered AC. You think saw one? Yeah, because he's high-powered a, AC is a, he's a young thing. guy, so Old Town won it for him. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and the waste management. <laughs> waste ma- stuff. waste I mean, management it, it really was a is. quality pick. How is mine not Arizona open. stuff? Four out of five of mine are all Arizona stuff. At least four out of five of mine are 100% Arizona stuff. <laughs> What's the one that's not? You could make the argument that Arizona iced tea is not an Arizona Do a thing. lot of people know that Emma Stone's from Arizona? A yep. lot of Suns fans know that Suns for fans, sure. Yeah, because they watch the Suns. Well, this is a Suns show, <laughs> and most of our audience is Suns fans. You know who else is from Arizona? Topanga. 
Is she? I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew Stevie Nicks was. Born in isn't, um, like what, the character or the actress? What's the guy's name? Isn't David Hasselhoff from Arizona? No. Oh, know. his daughter went to U of A. Never mind, my bad. He was drunk down at U of A. Yeah, a few I looked times. up celebrities Tracy. from Arizona. <laughs> Tracy's back. Hey, Wineries. That's why you hate wine. Damn. Damn. I read that as wineries, which is very So here, I will say, though, somebody in the chat said, and Gerald, I feel like you could have taken this one instead of Four Peaks just to get a bigger pool of just the breweries in general, because Arizona does have a lot of really dope breweries. That's what I meant. They have a couple, honestly. No, but like if you go. I'm used to Albuquerque where there's a brewery every fucking block. So like here, I came out here. There are some good breweries out here, but there's not a ton of volume. I honestly. feel like there's a lot of cool ones, though, depending on where you're traveling. Like, there's a cool one in Bisbee. There's some cool ones in Flag. Like, mm. there's a lot of tap houses, but not a lot of breweries. Cacti. That was the other mm, one. Oh, cactus, cactus. Yeah. Okay. That's actually. I don't, a good I don't one. feel like. What? No, I think if you. I think because he's not from Arizona, it's a different perspective. When I brought my friends from who, like my friend from Australia, first time she'd ever seen cactus in real life, she was uh, mind blown. Well, that's fair. Like, Tumbleweed and cowboy hats. <laughs> You no. picked Mexican what? food, Espo. <laughs> what are you talking wagon about? Wheels. You don't even have any feet to stand on on this one. I didn't oh, say oh, tumbleweeds and cowboy hats. We're talking about freaking cactus. High <laughs> noon <laughs> shootouts. Yes, yes, they are protected. Yes. yes. And they're freaking I agree massive. With you. And they're drought? old. They're like, they're literally like Arizona. dinosaurs. You know what I think I mean, I'm, I'm realizing? I might not like our state all that much. I don't I know, think you, you do. do. You still you were stuffed on the third. Like, whoa. <laughs> he was struggling to come up with shit in the Espo's third round. like, I hate Arizona. Send me to Chicago, please. No, I thank you. He wanted to say Mesa, Queen Creek, <laughs> no, my, the East Valley. Monsoons were actually my pick. I just couldn't remember uh, it, so uh, I was stalling. Is what, what was I, your pick? When I, when I said monsoons, monsoons. Oh. I was stalling because I couldn't think of the name. I was mm. mad that you took that because I was going to take that. Piece. I was thinking about taking Haboob after that, but I guess I thought, But those aren't fun. Those are, those are kind of the same. But it's cool when you see one. And you it don't really, really see one, you're like, holy shit, what is in? that big ass it's dust thing cool. coming at us? It's it's pretty impressive. My, my nephews, the first time they saw one of those when they're here on summer vacation, thought they were going to die. <laughs> like, we're gonna die. And I'm like, no, you're not. It's just gonna blow right over. <laughs> that would blow me away. Like, if you imagine if you're from New York where you don't see dust anywhere. Well, except and for when you shit see the, the pictures too of them on the internet, they look way yeah. wicked. Where like when you're in the middle of it, you're just like, ah, my eyes, this hurts. Stop blowing, please. <laughs> Soldier so said, you don't see dust other places. <laughs> You see shit in the streets of New York. That's all I think New York is, just a bunch of grime and gross shit. Oh, There's no oh dust. Oh, my gosh. Um, Frank said, why did no one mention the state animal and the Phoenix Suns gorilla? I don't know, Frank. I mean, I got the Phoenix Suns. That's... We tried, okay? My thing know. is, like, I know Sean said the state flag, and I know a lot of people were saying that our state flag is pretty cool. Maybe it's just because I've been here my whole life, and, I, like, for the most part, and I grew up with it. I don't love it that much. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine, but it's not like, oh, my God. I don't know. It's not number one overall pick. No, oh my God. definitely not. Yeah, that is his number one. I was like, wait, what? All yeah. right. Well, we might post this one on Twitter. We might not. I don't We're know. We'll keep you guys. We gotta post, post it on Twitter. Post on Twitter. I, Otherwise, I what feel are we pretty doing good about for? my picks. I like the somebody in the chat. I think Eli here said the Salt River horses. You know what? That's that actually cool. that is really cool when you see wild horses mm -hmm. uh, when you're out out there. That is neat. Here's the thing. Let's just go back one time. One more. One second. Mm -hmm. Tubing the Salt River. 
is Ugh. only fun if you go with somebody who has a legit setup. Yes. Like if you go and you rent the little black round tubes and you bring like a sheet to put over it first, first and foremost, if you don't bring a sheet, you are, you are absolutely ass. Yes. Yeah. But if you go and you just rent that, it's not that fun. It's Still actually sucks. kind of painful at moments. Hey, it does. But if you go with somebody who's got one of those big old rafts mm-hmm. that fit like 10 to 12 people, who's mm-hmm. got a cooler built in, a boombox built in, and then a whole bunch of other things, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I will give you yeah. that. But if you don't have that person, you need to find them before you go tubing at Salt Ma- River. Max, we apologize if you were trying to get Salt River tubing <laughs> yeah. as a sponsor. Ignore everything I said about how much I hate Salt River. We love them. I was just kidding. <laughs> I, I went last year with my kids. Uh, well, I didn't. I wouldn't say I went because when we got there, I thought because we had had a lot of rain, mm-hmm. I thought the water levels would be high. And this is something I learned last year. Mm-hmm. It it is not because when it rains, they cut off the um, the uh, the reservoir or whatever the dam mm-hmm. um, to conserve more water, and so the water levels go down. Oh, that makes so sense. you want to go when it's not raining and it's been hot for a while and we've had a drought because then they release water out of the dam because a lot of that water goes to the farmers in the local area. And I did not know that. And so when I showed up, I was like, dude, this fucking water looks hella low. Like, yeah, we don't ever let it go when it rains. I'm like, that's kind of counterintuitive, but OK. See, that was the worst part of it for me. It was because I would just be chilling in my tube and I would be trying to pick my feet up. But my legs and shins were just getting cut to shit by like rocks and anything that they would hit on the way. Yeah. There. That there part was, was miserable. The yeah. one time I went on just normal round tubes, I got because there's like a real rocky part where it gets a little rapidy at times. Mm. I fell out of my tube oh, and no. I got absolutely messed up. And it, I literally just grabbed on to some random person's tube. Like I was just <laughs> like, this is our tube now <laughs> until I can get out of here. Get off me, lady. Get off me, the captain. This is our tube. Who's this woman right here? You just shush. Look at me. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. Now. I had to though. I was getting so messed up. It was so rough. <laughs> so we, like, throw some random poor... Are you crying? The real story she no, threw some innocent bystander out of the I have to grab onto the funny though like it was oh the funniest God. thing ever but the, like, be- the best yeah. part of this is there's somebody out there that has this story that's like that lady from the suns you know the one that hit kelly Oubre in the head she grabbed onto my tube no, like a this crazy is when person I was in college this is way before any working experience but it was it was literally wow. just like bro you gotta help me out she here she just had her scar and mufasa moment oh it was so oh. funny anyway I will, I will murder you get me out of here i literally cried on this show from laughter twice today <laughs> once to start it once to end it so i think it's time for us to say goodbye but before mm-hmm. we do because gerald will not be here on sunday because none of us will be here on sunday <laughs> and he's taking monday and tuesday off happy birthday gerald happy birthday happy everybody happy birthday to you happy birthday dear gerald Guys, we should do a draft next time of overrated things that need to die because the happy birthday song is like number first one overall. On pick. Oh, I think number one on the list is getting sang a song at stupid ass Texas Roadhouse. 
I oh. swear I hate those people. <laughs> Sorry if you want to sponsor us, though. I love yeah. you. We're just, just kidding. I love shooting you. out all the sponsors. He's <laughs> like, jump on this stupid-ass fake horse. Everybody in the whole restaurant, on the count of three, we're going to give a yeehaw. One, two, three. Yeehaw. And I'm like, I will murder I mean, you got everybody. it down pretty good. We know yes. we're going for Charlesburg. It's terrible. It's awful. Okay. Yeah. Have I a great weekend, leave everybody. My body when that happens. Thank you, everyone. Meet in the us chat. back here Monday at 3 p.m. Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at phnx underscore sun. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us off. I don't care what your books say. The girth star. What, 35 years ago? 40 years ago? 32 years ago? This Sunday. Oh my god. Oh, it's Charles. If you squat, just sitting on the chat, get involved. Rhyme sayers got flavor. Known to shine greater. Glide like Tom Chambers and Bulls versus Lakers. Off that pick, I'm Devin Booker. Bringing the hot take straight out the pressure cooker. Highlight plays, stand up guys, taking the shot. When the game is on.